Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Hi, this is Betsy Weersma. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast. You know, today is the next day of the rest of your life. That means you have the power, you have the purpose, you can listen to stories and learn things and hear ideas and then make them your own. Today on the podcast, Kaylee Wilcox, marketing graduate of MSU Denver University here in Denver, Colorado. She is a jewelry maker. She is awesome example of the future of America. Welcome Kaylee to the show. Hi, Betsy. Thank you for having me. Well, it's so fun because what we do here at Boost Power Podcast is to tell the stories of all kinds of women, um, different places in their career, different places in their life. And we like to tell the stories of where those choice points were along the way and what, you know, what caused you to choose one way or another way, what got you excited, and then how that took you to the next place of your journey. Because it's no accident someone listening to the show today is meant to hear the story of the amazing Kaylee. Um, And I must come clean and say, I am friends with your mom. So I know you come from good, good stock. And uh, your mom and dad are, are amazing and wonderful people. So it's so fun to see you just blooming in this world. So let's go back a little bit. And growing up, what kind of kid were you? And how, as you look back as a young adult to your childhood, do you see things maybe that were giving you a little hint about what was ahead? Or was it just, you know, just let's go and see what happens? There, there are definitely little hints when you look back in your life. And I don't know if it's just that, I am now on this path. So looking back at my childhood, I see little things. I'm like, oh yeah, that definitely led me there. Or if it was just the way life happened, but I was, I was a wild child. I like to climb on everything and get into all sorts of havoc, but I found a lot of love for art. And that was something from a very young age. It started, I actually remember in seventh grade, I got kind of bored during science class and I decided to doodle on my paper and I looked at my hand and I was like, this, I can draw my hand. That's a really good reference. It's right in front of me. And I drew a hand and kind of looked at it and realized that it was decent. So it started me on this path of loving drawing. And that was where my whole art career even started. And while I don't draw anymore, I have so much respect for that beginning because it introduced me into the art world. Yeah. It's funny as a kid, I go back and think, where was the little Betsy? And the little Betsy was a very active Girl Scout, but I was uh, always organizing the trouble. So we brought extra food and then we would steal the food from the other tents and then we would zipper and lock from the inside (laughs) all the extra s'mores and all the food from all the other tents in our tent because we brought a special tent so we could hide from That's the leaders. scandalous. Oh my so I goodness. was always an organizer. I think I was a community organizer, but I'm not sure I was on purpose for good. Like I am now, I think I was pretty much always getting into a Girl Scout trouble. But, you know, I was organizing. How are we going to bring the extra food? How are we going to steal the food from the other tents? You know, I was figuring it out. Good snacks. It's funny, you know, motivated by good snacks. There you go. That would be my mm-hmm. uh, subhead. I, I could say I live that way to this day. There you go. <laughs> Always motivated by good snacks. So, all right. So you're coming up through childhood 
you're you're drawing you're kind of whatever so so did you always think okay this is going to be a path I'm going to do this I'm going to go to college I'm going to be something or how did you discover especially for everyone listening how did you discover your own journey so I really want to be a tattoo artist. That was my idea. I looked at my art skills and thought, how can I make a living out of this? Because I love art. I did not like history. I didn't like math. I didn't like science. I just never got into it like I did in my art classes. Gave me so much freedom freedom to express myself and do what I loved. So I had the brilliant idea of being a tattoo artist. I was like, I will tattoo people. I'll do art every day. I can have tattoos super cool. So then little 12 year old Kaylee decided to try to get my mom and dad to allow me to get a tattoo, but I needed their approval for it. And I, I think it was four or five years. I finally wore down my mom to take me to get a tattoo before I was 18 because she had to sign up off on it. And for a powerful woman, I, I really worked. I chiseled away at her for years, getting her to agree to this. And she took me in to get this tattoo. Turns out they really hurt. I got one on my foot. And then I realized that people are moving. And my the way I do art, I get very into it. And having distractions and outside sources coming in, it, it throws me off of my game. I realized maybe tattooing was not my thing, but I still loved art. So I stayed in it and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my career, but I... I wanted to go to university and I was applying, but I never knew how to do school when I was younger. That wasn't a skill set that I learned until the past couple of years. So I, I really, unfortunately, I, I genuinely thought I was just not a smart human and that it was sad looking back on it now. I feel bad about that time in my life because now I know that I am. I just wasn't in the setting that I needed to be in and I hadn't discovered that yet. But I really struggled my senior year because I was looking at these schools I want to go to. And I was like, I don't have the grades for this. This is really hard. Am I going to take a gap year? Am I going to go to school? I don't really know. And I was, it was the first semester of the senior year. And I was taking AP calculus. And math was the hardest subject for me in middle school and high school. And I'm in AP calculus. I already have all these questions about what I'm going to do with my life and the fear of what was to come next. And I am failing AP calculus and it's the only class I've ever failed. So I, uh, it was Christmas break and I actually, I went to a concert and it was a musician named Bass Nectar, funny name, but during his show, I kind of, I had a moment of clarity, uh, kind of an ego death, if you could, if you know what that means. And it, it just showed me everything that I was doing in my life. It brought my innermost like fears and realizations that I had really been pushing down, it brought them to the surface. And I kind of saw that I needed to be way nicer to my mom and dad because they're both amazing people. And I was not treating them with the respect or love that they deserved. And then I also realized that it's okay if I don't understand AP calculus, I don't need that. And I can come back to it if I do need it. But right now it was taking too much of a mental toll on me. So I get back to school for the start of the next semester. I go to my counselor and I am already in a drawing and painting class. And I sat down with her. And I was like, I cannot be in AP calculus anymore. It's too much. I don't want to fail on my transcript. I just don't understand it. And it's stressing me out. Are there any other art classes that are available during this time period? And there was only one class that had spots open and it happened to be silversmithing. I was like, sure, I'll try it. Why not? 
after two weeks of being in this high school silversmithing class, I realized that I loved it. It was the coolest art that I had ever done. It mixed in so many different aspects that were just so cool. Like I got to play with fire. I got to bend metal. I got to use my drawing skills, just a whole melting pot of everything creative that I really thrived in. So I ended up looking for some outside resources that I could use to expand my talents. I was living in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, a smaller town, and there happened to be a silversmithing class that was in town and starting within the next like couple of weeks of when I had started the class in high school. And so I was taking high school silversmithing as well as an outside silversmithing class. And I fell in love. I absolutely fell in love with the art form. I think looking back on that now, I think it helped relax me a lot, figuring out what I want to do with my future because that was a moment in my life the first time in my life, actually, that I saw firsthand an experience that letting go and embracing your fears, it brings you so much. Like letting go of my fear of AP calculus and actually doing something about it and not stifling that and pushing it down, it opened me up to silversmithing. And I, I don't know if I would have found silversmithing if it wasn't for that, because I had never considered that like as an art form and even trying it, I didn't know how you made jewelry. I had no idea what the process was. So after that experience, I I continued applying to schools, but I decided that I didn't have to go to a school that I dreamed of going. I could go to anything that I wanted to. So I ended up starting my school, my university in Canada. And I was there for two years. I was really close to my sister. I was close to my grandma and some family that I hadn't had the time to ever live by. So I got to hang out with all of them and I met some amazing friends, but I realized after these two years, I showed up for my third year and I had that feeling in the pit of my stomach of, I'm not supposed to be here. This is not my path. I, I didn't know what I wanted from school. So I went into business and I was two years deep into that. And I was about to go into uh, focus on administration and everybody I told that knew me, I was like, yeah, I'm in administration. They're like that is not a job that you should be in. You are not that. And I kind of was just like, ah, whatever. I'm already on the path. I'm just going to keep doing it. And so third year comes, it rolls around and I just, I knew I, I couldn't be there. And I cried for like two weeks straight. I talked to my dad and my mom a lot on the phone. I talked to my friends and family. I was like, I I need to go back to Colorado. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need to go back. So as a little birthday present to myself, I dropped out of school and I packed all of my belongings into my car and I drove from London, Ontario, all the way back down to Denver, Colorado. And that's where things really started to happen for me. I, it was another one of those moments where I embraced this fear and the unknown and just went with it because I had learned from especially the silversmithing experience that things work out. They really do. And if you feel like something's not working, you need to listen to that because it, it speaks volumes and it will bring a lot of good things into your life. Well, I know everyone's on the edge of their seat. Like, yes, why didn't you tell me this? Kaylee years ago, because so many of us get in those pots in our life. We do the same thing. Oh my gosh, that's what we do. So we keep doing it. And then we wake up and we've done it for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And, 
and we kind of ignore the wee small voice. So we're going to take a break right now. We will be right back with Kaylee Wilcox. This is Betsy Wiersma. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. And we're back. We're back. I just love all the different stories we tell on Boost Power Podcast because many times we're telling stories of people later in their career and they're at a different place. And this is fun to kind of explore a beginning and a launch of a career. And the the thing that's the benefit that I personally received is Kaylee's amazing ability to make jewelry. And she did some commission pieces for me for uh, a commemoration of 15 years of my women's network, the Camp Experience Network. And they were the star of the show. They're one of my favorite pieces of jewelry I've ever had. She made them from scratch. She designed them. She she produced them. Uh, she did five separate ones. It was great. So uh, Kaylee, I call you out for your, I'm glad you hated AP calculus. I'm glad because uh, walking into that jewelry course is a benefit to me personally and the whole world. So, so now you find yourself back in Denver and at uh, MSU Denver, which is an anchor institution for those of you listening from around the world in Denver, Colorado, uh, Metropolitan State University of Denver has the most diverse population of students. Uh, they have everyone. They have veterans. They have people that are working part time and going to school. They have people experiencing homelessness that are part of their campus. They have an incredible diversity of student body and an incredible diversity of programs for really any age. So it's really fun to capture. In many of our interviews, we're going to do some deep dives with uh, MSU Denver students, alumni, and faculty this year. It's really yes. fun to have a recent grad of the university on the show. So you got back to Denver and then you started to finish off this college thing. So what led you into your marketing part of your career? So when I was looking for schools to go to, I also was thinking about what I wanted to do. And I knew that I love silversmithing. I knew there was a way to make money and have a career as a silversmith. And I understand all of the creative aspects, but I don't get the business side. And I already had two years of transfer credits that I was coming in with. And I, uh, I wanted to learn something that I could actually put back into my life immediately. I want to go to school, take what I learned every day in class and put it into my own business and grow and really learn the lesson that they were teaching me because I had not done that in school before. I hadn't had the opportunity to be taught something that I could immediately apply to my life. I found MSU Denver and not only are they an amazing school for diversity and just an incredible campus filled with life and want to learn, they also take transfer credits better than any school that I found in Colorado. So I was coming in with two years of business from Canada and they took almost all of my credits and applied them towards my degree. So I was able to start up where I left off and I was in class with all these people of different ages 
and ethnicities that had also had transfer credits and MSU Denver was able to take them all. So I didn't feel like I was losing any of the time I had in Canada. I was just starting up in a new place. Great. Well, after, go ahead. After I graduated, I really, I looked back on the differences between my schooling in Canada and at MSU Denver and even in high school and at MSU Denver, the students are there because they want to be. Everybody in my class had the same vision that I had of taking what they were learning every day and applying it to their jobs, applying it to their life. It was a motivation that I had not experienced before in school and being surrounded by that helped build me to where I am today. Well, I was going to call you out to say uh, you got good training and great instincts. And those marketing skills are very helpful as I have hired you to be part of my team on a very special project that we've worked on. And I really love that tactical learning. I love your investigative reporting skills. I love that you're looking through a marketing lens of a 20-something. I'm looking through a marketing lens of a not 20-something. And uh, together, we can use the best of all technology, the good old school, the new school, and every school in between. So thank you for your, your great work there. So what would you say if someone is listening today and they're considering trying to just figure out what turns them on? What would you say is the driving force that makes Kaylee Wilcox, you know, get up and give it to the world every day? That's a really good question. You know, I think it's, it's the wonder and the, the ability to see that I have come this far in my life by chance, by listening to myself, I've gone down paths that I never would have thought I was going to go down. So I want to know what paths in the future I will be going down that I can't even imagine at this point in my life. It's, it's very exciting. I got goosebumps. It's very exciting thinking about it. Yeah. And I love seeing your generation thinking that way because I think in my mom and dad's day and their generation, you know, women had three choices, nurse, right? Mom was the number one choice, nurse or secretary. Mom, nurse, or secretary. Those were the three. And my mom never got to go to college because she started her family very young. And she ended up being a secretary for a while along the way. But if you ask Norma, did you ever have a passion that you got to fulfill? I would think the answer would be no. She she had a passion to be a mom, but she never got to even consider anything outside being a mom. And I look at your mom and her amazing career and you and all, all of our really good friends, we have a very good mutual friend, Barbara Hughes, that we share in common, who was a real innovator in the healthcare industry as a woman. And I look at my mentors and friends that are starting charities at 70 years old because they want to affect the lives of foster children. And, you know, and I'm just so happy that we can be about the possible. And that we can pivot to what's new, which is a terrible world left over from 2020 when the whole world had to stay home and pivot. But we can pivot in the the, um, context of here's an opportunity. We can discern and do an inner listening. We can try it and fail because that's okay. That's living a a big, huge life. That's how we learn. Try it and fail. Uh, It is so fun to see your youth and enthusiasm. Uh, Tell everybody, so tell them a little bit about your Spirited Silver uh, jewelry business, because that's one of my favorite things about you. So Spirited Silver is the name of the 
small business that I own and run and do every aspect of it. And it's, it's a platform that I use to sell my silversmithing creations, the business that I've built for myself with my creativity and all of the fun things that I get to make that originally I was making just for myself. And now I get to sell it. I have a website, I have an Instagram. You can find my pieces in a couple different stores around town. It's uh, Spirited Silver is me. That is my brand. Okay. And tell people how to find that. Is it spiritedsilver.com? So spiritedsilver.com is the website. You can find my email through there and my Instagram. If you ever just want to shoot me an email, ask questions about my business, about my life, anything. My email is Kaylee, K-A-L-I at spiritedsilver.com. There you go. Young, talented, mover shaker, marketing expert, and beautiful silversmith. Oh my gosh, the jewelry she makes. We're going to have to make another piece really soon. Uh, I'm going to draw. You You send your good vibes through the interview. You're going to see it before me. We're drawing a card of the Dream Big Live Big deck. And it. you got Sweet Life. List all of your blessings. Sweet Life. List your blessings. Oh. So what are a couple blessings that come to mind, Kaylee? My family, specifically my mother, as she is a woman who showed me that women can do anything. And that I didn't realize how valuable it was until I grew up a little bit and realized the world that we live in. Another is my intuition. That is something that I will forever be grateful for as it has brought me to where I am. And then all of my friends and whether they be human or animals, the ones who support me, not because they're my family, but because it's love. We just have love. There you go. We'll see. Nothing like a little gratitude to end a great Boost Power podcast. Well, today I would really say it's about the possible. It's about a young person's journey. It's about sometime in a failure in the book sense, as in AP calculus, which I think I didn't even, I think I got out of high school without having to take, I think I took the calculus, but no way would I take an AP calculus because I'm a right brain creative and I could write anything, but not those math problems. Just saying. Um, But from a failure on the books brought the joy of finding silversmithing, combining art, having an ability to build a a business, a small business, uh, graduate from college and applying those business skills in the world as a marketer and as a small business owner. Maybe this story is yours and maybe inside Kaylee's story, you heard a nugget that you were supposed to hear today. That's the purpose of Boost Power Podcast. We are weekly, so you could just plug in inspiration, education, ideas, great stories, and just being on purpose for good. Please subscribe in any of your favorite podcast apps. Tell all your friends to plug in to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.